It's the Zero Lives Left podcast, episode 57. Welcome to the Zero Lives Left podcast. What is it you have always wanted to do? Are you stuck going around in circles? Sound familiar? Maybe you have always wanted to start a business. Maybe there's a particular career path you've wanted to follow. Each episode, we bring you an inspiring insight from someone who has done it, how they did it, along with actionable tips on how you can make it happen. Now, here's your host, Wayne Denner. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Zero Lives Left podcast. My name is Wayne. I'm your host on this journey. Thank you once again for tuning back into another episode of the show. As always, if this is your first time coming across this podcast and you have no idea what it's all about, let me give you a quick rundown on how things work around here. Each episode, we bring you no-nonsense, real, right-to-the-point podcast banter on business, career and life. Maybe you're somebody who's always wanted to start a business or get started in a particular career path. We will have something on this podcast which is going to help you on your journey. As always, don't forget to stop by the Zero Lives Left podcasting website. Lots of great information available over on the website. We have all of our previous episodes of the podcast available and also some further information on our guests who have kindly given up their time to join me on the podcast. As always, if you're listening to this podcast today on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher Radio, Amazon Podcasts, or whatever podcasting platform you're listening in today on, we want to welcome you along. We also want to take this opportunity to wish you a very happy new year. This is our first episode of 2022. It's hard to believe that the podcast has been going for over five years. But if you can do something for us, or for me, should I say, please do rate and review the podcast. Ratings and reviews are really important, and they do help other people find out about the podcast. We've got a great episode lined up for you today. We are talking to none other than Peter Doak of PDG Advertising, and we have a wonderful conversation coming up. We're going to talk all about lots of different things. We're going to talk about digital advertising, what businesses need to think about in order to use digital advertising more effectively in 2022 for their business. We also chat a little bit about COVID-19. Unfortunately, you can't get away from it. And also Peter shares his top three tips for businesses when it comes to using digital advertising. But also, if you're somebody who's listening into the podcast today and you'd like to get started Uh, in a career path in digital marketing. Peter has some very useful information for you today. All right, let's not waste any more time and get right into episode 57 of the Zero Lives Left podcast. Peter, thank you so much for joining me on episode 57 of Zero Lives Left podcast. It's always a blast to have a conversation with you and we've been having regular conversations, I suppose, this being the first podcast of 2022. This is our first real conversation this year, but we have been having conversations at the tail end of last year. I know we're both down at Martin Gilchrist's networking event in Newcastle, which was a real hoot. I really enjoyed that. It was a, it was a fun day um, and an opportunity. I suppose one of the first networking events that I'd attended uh, face-to-face since the whole COVID-19 thing kicked off. And we're going to talk a little bit more about 
networking later on and virtual networking as well. I know that you're part partaking as well, like I am in the VR park, the Workshore virtual offices. But before we get into all of those sorts of things, I always like to start off each episode of the podcast by talking a little bit about your background. Now, you're owner of PDG Advertising based in Portadown. Can you tell our listeners a little bit more about what it is you guys do, types of services that you provide, and, and some of the clients that you work with? Yeah, uh, absolutely. And Wayne, thank you so much for it's a real honor to be on the Zero Lives Left podcast. I am an avid listener. Every time I listen to the podcast, I come away with a bunch of you know new ideas and things that I can do in, in, in the business. You have some really interesting uh, people out there. I don't think I come up to the mark in terms of, of that, uh, but um, I'm completely honored to be asked to, uh, to, to talk talk to you so so thank you pdg is uh, pdg advertising is is my business yeah we uh we help customers to um drive their business forward through online online ads i, I think simplification is is really important uh i don't know if you've ever uh, come across them but there are two i think they're gold medal winners from cork they're the lads that row the uh row the boat they're olympic rowers and what they say about what they do is they're asked about what their strategy is and you know what they do to win and how they win. And they say, it's actually very simple. We just get in the boat at the start line and we row as fast as we can to get over the finish line before anybody anybody else. So I kind of try to keep that ethos with my customers and, and my business to, to keep it as simple as, as possible. And, and as simple as possible is putting yourself in front of your customers on the mediums that they are active and engaged on and where their attention is. So that path takes us to Facebook ads, Instagram ads, Google ads, email marketing, TikTok ads these days, Snapchat ads, and any level of online medium where we can put an advert or get your business in front of your target market is, is really what PDG advertising is, is all about. And we've got you know customers all over the world. I've been on this journey of my own business maybe about five years uh, at this point um, and we've grown from zero customers which everybody starts off with uh, to um, at my last check um, 18 to 19 uh, regular uh, customers for for the agency and yes we're based here in in Portadown we have you know some contractors that work across the across the world speaking of that PDG stands for Peter Doak Global really floats my boat to work with and engage with people from all over the world and all types of different, you know, cultures and nationalities, and and how that all merges together in, in what is in what is now twenty twenty two. So yes, that's a little bit about PDG advertising. Fantastic. Now there was two things that you touched on there, which I am jotting down notes as we move through this because it makes my job easier at the end when I go to write up the show notes. Um, and although I listen back um, to the podcast through the editing process, um, there's always things that people say when we're having the conversation that kind of flicks a, a switch in my mind or, you know, gets me sort of thinking a little bit deeper about sort of what it is this person's all about and, and how their business helps people. 
Two things, I suppose. The first thing is simplification. I think that's a really interesting word for 2022. And I think when it comes to digital marketing, digital advertising, Peter, you mentioned a whole plethora of platforms there. This is something that many businesses to this day in 2021, and you're, you're like me, you know, we've been in the digital game quite some time now. You know, we've been around the block. We've seen platforms come and go. We've seen sort of, you know, techniques change, um, new ways of doing things. But, but there's still a lot of businesses out there, Peter, uh, in 2022 that really still don't have a, a good enough understanding of how they can use social media marketing or advertising for their business. And I think simplifying it down from that point of view is really important. And there's a lot of marketing jargon used. And I was, thought it was really interesting that you mentioned that simplification. We like to simplify it down when it comes to what it is we do for our clients. Yeah, it's, it's really important. I, I don't think I'm smart enough to complicate or understand overcomplicated things. And there's a lot of the people that I looked up look up to in the world, you know, the Elon Musks of the of the world, the um, global entrepreneurs and and business owners. Um, I noticed a a fairly standard thing that happens when they talk about simplifying concepts, and it's about first principles. Um, I don't understand this uh, as much as I'd like to, but from what I get from it, it's um, break things down into their component parts as much as you can and try to focus on making those parts better and, and work better better together. So the world of 2022, as you say, uh, is cluttered with so much noise and confusion and viewpoints and um, opportunities for your time to be spent on different areas. You and I have talked before at length about you know, TikTok and going down that rabbit hole of, you know, videos that are constantly coming from all angles. Like right in front of me now, I can see three different screens that have the potential to uh, distract me. So to simplify and, and break that down, what we do in, in PDG is something called fishbowling. And it, it comes from uh, a little part of room in the office that we have in Portadown that is all glass. Um, sounds fancier than it is. It just happens to be beside a very large window. And it feels a bit like a fishbowl when you're in it because you can just see out everywhere else. And, and what we do is we there's a big screen in that in that room. And before we plan anything, the, the very first part of our planning process is whenever we get a customer that wants to work with us, we we fishbowl it. And that means that we put ourselves in the mode of being a customer of our customer. And we without any prerequisites, any presumptions, any, uh, there's a word I'm looking for that I'm not quite getting that I will that I will come back on. We just put ourselves in the mind of the customer and we go onto the internet. We take our phone, we take the big screen and we try to solve the problem of, if you were this customer, how would you want to connect with this business? And that, before doing anything else, that tells you where you would go first. Would you go to Google first? Would you be sitting on Facebook and be open to an advert coming in? Would you want to get a recommendation from someone else online? Where where do, where do you go first to interact with a business uh, like this? And I feel that that cuts out all the noise and allows um, you to focus on what's really, really important. And nine times out of 10, it surprises me where that attention should be. Um, this changes very fast and very quickly. So even now, having done it for a long time, as you say, 
um, every day whenever we do that fishbone exercise, something new comes up that surprises me and it's a new consideration for us to to think of for, for customers. Yeah, and it's, you know, you touched on it there a couple of moments ago about the sort of distraction element of the technology or the social media platform. And, you know, it really sort of boils down for me as well. And sort of, I suppose, an extension of what you're saying there is we're, we're kind of competing for attention as a business. If you're a business owner, you're a small business, you're a brand, you know, you've got a, you know, bricks and mortar business out there. And when I look at the main street here in Warm Point, and we're on the main street in Warm Point, there's not a lot of people, well, today, you know, walking up and down the street, looking in in shop windows, but there's definitely a lot of people sitting at home, scrolling through screens and on their tablets and on their iPads and all these bits and bobs. So it's all about competing for attention. And when you go onto a platform like TikTok, you're just, it's the rabbit hole. I mean, you're overwhelmed by all of this content. And I find myself, and I've sort of took a little bit of stock of this this year. And I know we're only like, what, six days into January, but um, I was spending an awful lot of time scrolling through TikTok videos. So you can see that's a big challenge for many businesses out there who maybe don't know where to start. That simplifying that all down and saying, as you said, where is your customer going to be? You know, fishbowling. I've never heard that term before. And I think that's a real interesting way to sort of explain that. I don't know if it's if it's the right way to look at it, because if you're a fish in a bowl, people are looking in at you. And we're in, yeah, the in at you. So I'm sure I'm sure we're getting that wrong somehow. But it's just we call the meeting room the fishbowl. And whenever we've got a problem, whenever you're in the office here that I'm in now, it's um, a small office. There's different compartments to it. So it's so interesting what you say about distraction. We're actually trying to get away from any other distractions who we we make sure that it's just we're just focusing on that one problem that one issue in the uh, in the fishbowl but it always makes me smile when i when i think about it because it would it would make a good documentary or, or video to see us us working it out because we you come out of the fishbowl and you're like right that's exactly what we have to have to do and what we need to work on it would and here's something else I, you know even this year and again we're only six days into 2022 people's habits maybe have changed a little bit well I know mine have I got a new phone just before Christmas and um, it's the iPhone 12 Pro whatever it is um, and Obviously, when I got the phone, I installed, there was a backup done of all my apps, but I had to re-sign into apps. And what I find myself, I haven't done yet is there are certain social networking platforms that I haven't re-signed back into because I don't want to be overwhelmed in 2022. I think, I suppose, if there's businesses out there that are listening into this podcast, I suppose the point is you really have to be thinking about where your customer is going to be. And it's probably unlikely that your customer is going to be across all of these platforms. You know, they're, they're maybe going to be on one or two of them, but they're not probably going to be spending maybe a lot of their time on all of them. And is it about, from your point of view, would you say picking the optimum platform? Of course, being guided by the insights and the research and the analytics that this is where the customer is going to be. And that's where you, your best serve to spend your time yes i think time is the most important word for a lot of us and and trying to figure out where to put that time and and where it's best where it's best served and there's a few arguments it's not as clear cut i don't think as your uh car dealership 
so you can only stay on Instagram because you can take pictures of the car and put it out there, or or, or you only stay on Facebook because it's got that marketplace um plat- platform. I I think the best campaigns and the best advertising campaigns, from a purely advertising point point of view, are combined. So it's it's where you you know get in front of people on multiple. Uh, mediums you know whether one is on twitter whether one is on facebook whether one is on 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 instagram but there's two ways you can go from that you can say you know right well we're gonna go on everything which i think is impossible because there's so many social networks out there um you can do them all in a tiny bit or do some some very very well um or you can be quite rigid and go down to just one or one or two of the of the platforms i think the key is probably to taste them all in in bits so i i think the the best there's what i've seen from so many businesses coming to us even businesses that are, that are practically the same on the, on the books each each business is like a person they're they're wholly unique because the, the people in them all have different skills and different ways of doing things. They're in different locations. They're um, run differently. They're they're at different stages of their their journey. So there's no play. I've not seen a playbook that says do this and get success. You, you have. I th- I think that the best success comes from tasting each of them because they can all add add value. They can all add no with, within reason. So there's there's a platform called House, which is a social media platform for uh, people that are architects and people that are selling houses and things like that. So if I'm an accountant, uh, don't necessarily expect to get huge amounts of business by tasting that. Um, You're more going to be on Google ads or, you know, on LinkedIn ads and LinkedIn social media marketing, building up relationships, uh, building up relationships that way. There is value though in having a taste of multiple different platforms to see what works and see what, you know, does well. And I think there's a, a good bit of, um, as I say, value to be to be gotten from that because each of them have their own things that they do well. Like in, Instagram isn't just a platform for you know teenagers or uh, younger people. It's a platform that does photography and video really well. So it shows off products and, and places and, and things really well. Now, if you can master that on Instagram, then you can use the images and the knowledge of that on other mediums to stand out better, like on LinkedIn or on Facebook or on Twitter. And those, so it's not necessarily, I've never found it as simple as these are the platforms that you need to go on. It's more taste, have a look, get involved, immerse yourself in them and, and find that, that journey for yourself. I think that's a great way to look at it and a great way to approach it. And I think the big thing for the challenge, I suppose, for many small businesses, my my own included um, in this is, is the time element, which you touched on, you know, there, there's a, you know, and I know that this, there's a huge time commitment to all of this, which probably sometimes puts a lot of businesses off or they try to taste them all and they dip their toe in the water and they have a little bit of success early on. And, and then they get a little bit complacent, I suppose is the word where they're not as consistent as they should be. And, and, and all of these platforms that we, you know, we touched on or mentioned in this podcast today require time and they require commitment and they require consistency. And that's really important. I think for business, I think that's where many businesses really 
really struggle. But that's where getting that support element is really important. And we talked about this before Christmas. Um, I had said to you that I expressed an interest in maybe looking at some TikTok ads. I haven't the foggiest about how to even go about that. So I would rather go to somebody who has experience in that, has some expertise and can sort of guide us the right way to move forward with that. And that's where an organization or a business like yourself can really help maybe that business out there, that 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 business get on that journey initially. Yeah. There's even within it's that it's that time thing. It's that it's that word that's so, so important because it's moving all all the time and being able to delegate that out to someone who knows what they're doing is is very important. Even within the organization, my my time um needs to be delegated out uh to to people that know what they're doing. And and I know that when I'm in flow, it's because things are being looked after in in the right ways so having that ability to set up a person team i mean we have some amazing partners so our, our accountant is outsourced our hr is is outsourced actually everything is outsourced except for the actual adverts and and, and that, that that we do because that's what we do really well if we we don't do accounting really really well we don't do hr uh, really really well we don't do but we know that we need those to be done really well um so we outsource them to people that are, that are excellent and that is an absolute weight off and allows us to you know advance very very quickly so absolutely it's a huge advantage for for people to be able to focus on what they do and what they like to be doing, um, because you, you do better if you're doing something that you actually uh, enjoy, I think. Of course. Now, I'm going to put you in the spot here really quickly, and I'm sure you'll be able to handle this question, no problem. If you were to say, what would be your top two tips right now when it comes to small businesses using social media, what do they need to be thinking about? Let's say there's there's a small business listening in today, it's Facebook, for example, or another one that's Instagram. What are the sort of key things that you're seeing in 2022 that people need to be focusing on? Is it the word that I mentioned earlier on, being consistent and, 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 and continuing to be consistent, continuing to show up, continuing to push social media content out there on a regular basis, making sure your images are high quality? What would be the sort of two things, if you were to pick two platforms right off the bat today, Facebook, Instagram, uh, or anyone for that matter, what would be the two things that people need to think about? So, if, if I'm a small, if I'm a small business, let's say in Northern Ireland or anywhere UK, Ireland, wherever, and I want more customers, which is usually what what people what people want. I think it's important to find the way to get in front of who might be your your customers. And Facebook ads and Instagram ads in 2022 are incredible ways to to do that so by using the ads platform or by posting regularly on on the social accounts um you build up you know the ability to get in front of who might be your target market right down to postcodes right down to street level so if i'm a shop i can put uh you know an advert um, between here and that street that I can see across the across the road that on a podcast, right? Not people know what I'm talking about, but you know, you can put a ring around you know an area that you want to do an advert. So um being able to do that would be would be um would be really great. And and here's the trick. Don't I wouldn't expect it to work in the first week or, or first off. You have to get in front of people like seven times before they'll really, you know, notice you. So take maybe a couple of months and say, what I'm going to do is I'm going to post consistently here for the next couple of months, or I'm going to do adverts consistently. I'm going to review how well they've done, how much traffic they've brought me back, which ones drove the best amount of traffic back. And I'm going to see 
you know, what makes sense for the week after that. So giving it a go, diving into it, getting immersed in it, taking an hour of your day. An hour every day is actually huge for people, but even a half an hour, some amount of time per day just to focus on the platform, whether it be Facebook, Instagram, and doing it that way. I, I would also say, if I'm a small business, I haven't found a business that couldn't do Google ads in some way, shape, or form yet. And I think it would be really interesting for any businesses to have a think about what people type into Google Fishbowl, have a have a think about what people type into Google to get to your to your business and see what happens whenever you do do that. If you're anywhere near the top of the search, and if you're not, then some ads could you know get you there, or whether you need to do a little bit of SEO. But two two tips, I suppose: uh, consistent exposure, and also put yourself in your customers' shoes and see what platforms they're using and get familiar with them. Um, so that you can take advantage of that going forward. That's fantastic. That's really good sort of tips there for people to sort of take on board. And you mentioned the Google ads as well. And I mean, that in itself, and, and I've spoke to a couple of businesses over the years, you know, whenever I've been doing any training or, you know, working with a business, maybe helping them from a digital marketing point of view, when you start to talk about things like Google ads, and I think it's, it's, it's probably a, an historic thing with people where they've been, they've been burnt in the past when it comes to Google ads, they've, they've, they've tried it and they've ended up, you know, spending money or wasting money or being charged, whatever. And they've just had a real bad experience with it. And they've been reluctant to go back around to it. But I think you're absolutely right. You know, that's where the customer is maybe going to start their search in the first instance, they're going to go onto Google and they're going to type in, but I think it's all about really, again, I'm going to use your term fishbowling it. It's about thinking about me as the customer. What do I type into Google when I'm searching for florist or, you know, car dealer or mechanic? What are the types of things that I'm going to type into that search engine, because that's probably where it's going to start. That's where the journey is going to start. If we look at that customer journey, I suppose you might start with the search engine. So by investing in those Google ads, it's probably a good idea to explore. And if, if people don't feel confident with that, I suppose that's where PDG can help out. I mean, you know, you can, you can help them out with that because that's what you guys do. I, I think it's so healthy to take a look at those platforms, but you are totally right. People get burned, burned by them. I, I have seen instances of the customer going on to a platform, setting up an ad campaign, thinking that it was going to run for a day or so, and looking back um, four months later and seeing that the ad had been running for four months at ten pounds per day, and it being this huge, huge, um, huge bill. So keeping an eye on your confidence level on the platforms really, really important. And yes, PDG definitely are able to guide and, and help. But I find that the best relationships that we've been able to build up are those of a 50-50 nature with our, our customers, where we provide that expertise of, you know, this is how the technology and the platforms work and we can execute it really well. But we don't know your business better than you know your business. We need to work with you to understand what should go on to the, uh, the platforms. And that's where harmony and, and serendipity um, happens and and you know we're we're not the only ad agency. There's some wonderful ones in you know um, Northern Ireland that 
that are able to uh, that are able to do that as as well for sure. It's more of a partnership, whether it's yourself, I suppose, or any other agency for that matter. Um, it's about, and I think from the, from the customer's perspective, the trust is really important. I think you know, and when, when I, I suppose if we take this one step further and we look at you know even the whole digital marketing space, there's a lot of self-confessed experts out there who maybe haven't been in the space for a long time, maybe have you know read a little bit about you know social media or maybe had and i think this is the, the big problem i see you see some people have had a little and again I'm, I'm not trying to sort of you know rain on anybody's parade i'm just saying you see some people who've had maybe a little bit of success themselves um and then try to replicate that for others and that's really difficult because as you rightly said you know it's challenging sometimes to understand the other person's business. Um, it's okay if you're going on there and you're doing social media for yourself and you build a following, you build an audience, you're starting to gain a bit of traction. But suddenly when you try to sort of spin that out and provide that service maybe for somebody else as a you know external consultant, that's potentially very difficult. Uh, and one of my big barometers actually, whenever I look at digital marketing as a whole, and, and, and being somebody who sort of that's where I started out in and, and used to spend a lot of time, my big barometer when it comes to any of this type of stuff is that if, if you are a digital marketer, if you're a digital marketing professional, you need to be knocking out your own content. You need to be leading by example. You need to be showing me as the customer that you're doing, as you know, you say um, as well, because I've come across many people uh, across the world who self-proclaim themselves as experts in, in a certain field. Uh, and when you go to their website, the last blog post was 2017. When you go to their social media accounts, there hasn't been any tweets. There hasn't, there's no Instagram activity. There's none of these things. So that's why I think the digital marketing space can sometimes get a bad press um, because like every sector, like every industry, there will be some people in there who maybe aren't who your business needs to be working with. And that's like, it's really important for anybody who is considering going down that route, maybe hiring an agency. Um, really ask some pointed questions, look at their results, look at what they've been doing, and then, you know, you know, develop that partnership because that's going to make it more successful because it needs to be one built on trust. Yeah. You're, you're bang on. Um, the barrier to entry to what we do. It's so low. Well, Speaking from personal experience, the barrier for me to get into was so, 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 so low and, and honestly came from a, from a passion um, from it and seemed to get lucky and find something that I really, really, really loved. But nobody came on whenever I was starting out doing this and said, wait a minute, are you actually, do you know what you're, you're doing here? Is there, is there, is there anything? And, and there, there should, there should be more, there should definitely be more, more regulations. I, I guess one of the most important things is, is I'm not your pilot or your doctor or anything like anything like, anything like that. Um, but but you're you're bang on. Um, you have to be you know careful as to who you uh, who you take advice from and, and who you who you follow um, because there's there's always the person who isn't so in a there's always the person who's not interested in your success. They're interested in their their own uh, success. Everybody's interested in their own success. But there's, sure. there's people that are solely interested in their own own success. So what they will do is they will you know get you to spend with them, um, whether your business is going to get any results or or not. So that's what's very important to to me and what I instill in my team. And it's it's very it's very difficult because it actually is difficult to to get results from 
um, anything. You know, you have to work hard at it. You have to really focus in on on what you're doing, and you have to get back to those first 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 uh, first principles. So, my barometer on other digital marketers, and that is, as you say, you know, the content that they put out. And whenever I'm speaking to them, it's it's about you know making sure that there's some there's some words that are really important or some acronyms that are really important, like return on ad spend. If I spend this with you, how much do I get back, or how much can we predict that I can can get back? Um, how much is it going to cost me to get a lead? How much will an email cost to to capture from the ether from from the internet? Um, how much will we spend on ads per week? Per, per that, that's actually a really important one. <laughs> Never given someone uh, carte blanche, if that's the right term, to spend <laughs> yeah. on your on your behalf because these platforms will gobble up money at a light speed uh, rate without without proper proper management. I've seen it before, where customers come to us after they've worked with an advertiser who hasn't had the same regard with their money as they do with their their own and has just allowed spending to happen without any any return so clarifying what you get from the relationship and what you get from that very very important i would say but they're definitely very good points yeah i think those are great questions and and you know and, and questions that people should be asking if you're considering engaging with an individual or indeed a company um asking those questions because that's really important you know what is it going to cost what's the cost per acquisition what's this going to cost me per month or, or or whatever it is now it's something in my head that i thought actually here it is um and, and i suppose to be to be fair to the digital marketers of the world myself included and and, and yourself it's the same in a lot of industries you know it, it, other industries have similar issues and similar problems but it is about doing a little bit of research i think that's really important um and it's not too difficult to do that research we've got the world wide web you know we've got google we can do searches you can have a look at what an organization a business has done previously and you can get a good sense of that but i suppose what you say is it's so true just ask those simple questions uh, and that's going to give you um, probably the information that you need. Now, moving beyond that into the whole world of COVID-19 or three years into COVID-19, it's absolutely hard to believe, Peter. Three years, um, this is this has been going on and uh, it's still very challenging for businesses out there. It's still very difficult, my own business included. We've all had COVID-19 touch our lives in some shape or form. I suppose from a digital marketing point of view, with COVID-19, with these sorts of restrictions, there's still huge opportunity for businesses right now to reach customers. I mean, we've got all of these platforms at our disposal. It's about, as you say, rightly, putting yourself out there, taste them all uh, and see potentially what which platform's going to be most suitable um, for you, your business or your organization. Would that be fair to say? Yeah, I I think with, with COVID, it's this really weird double-edged sword and it's not fair and it, it doesn't treat everybody the same and it doesn't treat industries the same one industry that's maybe relying on hospitality and tourism is scuppered but it. it's completely you know in a, in a terrible situation and then you've got a company let's say who before um covid sold a little bit of antibacterial soap the odd day and COVID comes along and they, you know, they're, they're literally, they've, won, they've, they've won the lotto. <laughs> yeah. They moved from that weird place to being, you know, on top of the that small place to being on top of the, on, on top of the, the pack. And, and here's something that I learned. I think that cutting out all that noise is, is very important. And if, if you're in the lucky position to 
have a business still anywhere standing, then now is the time to have conversations with your customers and potential customers and, and not worry so much about massive scale of it, not worry about how many people can I, can I get in, in front of in a, in a minute or in an hour or in a, in a day. Can I have 10 conversations with either the customers that I have right now, find out what they like and what they don't like and replicate it, or can I have 10 conversations with prospective customers by literally picking up the phone and, and speaking to them? That, that bringing things back and making things a little bit more, more simple and, and bringing it back to you know one-to-one -one conversations in order to get to those conversations at scale because this is this is a unique i am an eternal optimist <laughs> in the darkest times i i moved to a point of well what's good about this is this what can we do what do we have so right now is this weird time where people aren't judging you for doing what you're what you're doing so you've got an ability to have a bit of reflection on on what's going on and, and how and how things are and, and that will continue for a year we are not going to get over this easily and, and quickly. Um, so you've got a year, 2022 is the year of reflection and potential planning um, for how you're going to conquer the next you know, 10 years. Yeah, and, and you're right. COVID-19 hasn't been fair to... Uh, look, I'm going to group everybody in because it's touched... It's touched everybody in some shape or form, um, but you're right. Um, there have been certain industries um, like hospitality that you mentioned, which has been really, uh, for the most part, you know, and I agree, unfairly treated, you know, restrictions put in place, closings, lockdowns, all of this type of stuff. And we're still seeing that. Um, we have seen a little bit of that over the Christmas period. Thankfully, you know, I know there was an announcement made today where there's going to be no further restrictions, but as we all know, that can change sort of in a, in a, in a moment. It is challenging. It is difficult. And I think from my perspective and, and, and sort of my involvement in business, and I, and I think I said this down at Martin Gilchrist's um, networking event in Newcastle, I found personally that this has been one of the more, most difficult times to actually be operating a business. And I'm more anxious than I've ever been as a result of, and I think it's partly due to this, we've got a government in place, we've got politicians, we've got public sector who are making all of these decisions. And Rightly or wrongly, you know, we're not going to get into that debate today, I suppose, whether we agree with the decisions that's being made. But I suppose what we have to keep in mind, those of us who are in small businesses and, you know, entrepreneurs and solopreneurs, our salary ain't guaranteed. We, we can't continue to sustain any more of these lockdowns that might be imposed because it's going to be detrimental, not only for my own business, um, but for other businesses as well out there. And it's OK, I guess. And maybe it's not. I don't know. But maybe it's okay if you're in public sector or you are in government or you're a politician or you're an MLA, because the reality of it is, as you and I know, your salary is guaranteed. Um, so whatever decisions made, the money still hits your bank, where if you're a small business owner out there, you're a bricks and mortar business, and you're requiring people to come across your door, spend their money to keep your lights on and keep food in your family's table, you don't have that luxury. And I think that's a little bit of the sentiment that I'm starting to see from people out there now, they're starting to, all right, okay, look, we've, we've done all these restrictions. We've, we've got these jobs. We've, we've did this, we've did this. We, we, we what next? And, and I just hope that 2022, we, we, we start to see a little bit of brighter skies and we start to sort of move beyond where we find ourselves over the past two years, because 
I, for one, and I know you're the same, you're a champion of small business like myself. We're optimists. Um, we want to see people doing well. We want to see businesses doing well. But the operating climate, I suppose, that many people have found themselves in is really challenging. And sadly, I know stories upon stories of, uh, of people who are closing their business as a result of, of, of the situation they find themselves in. So this is why if you can get yourself out there, if you can put yourself in front of people, if you can use these social networking platforms to your advantage, then hopefully you're going to be able to build relationships with the customers. And as you said earlier on, ultimately have those conversations, which are really important um, right now, I suppose, more than ever. Everything you've said is, is totally right. It is so, so, so challenging. And it, it's it's very hard to see like if there are like other I'm completely done with all of all of that. It's it's so it's so hard to plan and hard hard to hard to hard to navigate. One thing that uh keeps coming up to me though, um and it's look, when I'm gonna I'm gonna admit it, I've been binging on the island um with Bear Grills over the last <laughs> have you ever have you ever seen it? I haven't actually, but I do watch quite a lot of um Ed Stafford and, and, and those types of things. And I, and I love them. I love them, but I haven't watched that one yet. Is it, is it should it be on my list? I, I, I would because, because it's, it's about um, survival on an Island where you basically have nothing and things happen that completely scupper, scupper you. So one, you land on an Island where you don't know and you don't have any water. So you have to find water to get, to get water. As soon as you get water, you realize how hungry you are. So you have to go and kill an animal or find a yucca plant and dig it up and cook it. You have to have fire as well. Um, you yeah. don't have a lighter or you don't have anything else. So you have to, so the whole thing is about, about survival. And, and one thing that they say in it, and one thing that I always see working is, and I see it in business and I see it in life and I see it in all that. When you're going through hell, keep going. Don't give that's up. That's good. Never, that's good. Old. That's a, Who's that? Winston Churchill. Winston Churchill. He he said that, but I only I only know that because it's not as if I sit reading Winston Churchill quotes. I only know that because Bear Grylls said it once on his on his on his on his program. But if I look at Elon Musk or I look at any of those entrepreneurs and those business owners, they come close to the edge with their business. There are times whenever everything's about to fold and everything's about to 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 fall over. But when, when you're going through hell, keep going. And and I've had that in in my own world and that and nothing you know too too dramatic or too too drastic but i see it with others not to, to keep going now obviously there are times whenever you can't keep going you have to you have to look after yourself you have to look after your family you have to do whatever but don't judge yourself for having to take a decision with the business to put it on hold or to put it over on a, on a while to, to take some time to do whatever it is you have to do to to keep that that dream alive because i think that the only person that keeps any of your dreams alive is is you you're the only person that cares about it and you're the best person to uh you're the best person to do it well, look that's led really nicely into the sort of area um, of the podcast that i like to talk about um sticking on that survival theme because the reality of it is that's where we are that's where a lot of businesses are right now. It is survival. It's can you make it one month to the next month? Um, are you going to get the grant from the government in order to keep your lights on or, or whatever it is coming down the line? Things like furlough have ended. A lot of support that businesses have got over the past 18 months or whatever has suddenly dried up. Uh, and many people are finding themselves in that survival state at the moment. I suppose somebody who's listening into the podcast, a business owner right now, what would be your, your top three tips um, if you have found yourself um, in survival mode, what should you be thinking about? You know, um, what are some of the things that you could do um, in the short term that might help you, you know, over the next couple of months? Immediately talk to people. 
do not hold back whatever is is wrong and um, do not do because the mountain of worry and despair in, in your head will be better when you share it with with someone multiple people as many people as you you can until it starts to starts to lighten and i promise that it will um so that that's one thing first of all do not isolate your yourself no matter about what people say about isolating them, the group, whatever if you have a problem you know uh you talk to people communicate um let people know what's what's going on i i absolutely promise that that first step will make everything everything easier and, and everything better they won't be able to fix it immediately for you um but you know that that's the thing another one is you know looking after after yourself a problem that you know whenever you have a bunch of of problems um eating terribly not sleeping not drinking water those kind of things make every, everything is connected and it makes it worse it makes it much much worse so one one thing is you know talking to people another thing is is looking after after yourself whenever if you can get those it's like how maslow's i'm sure i'm getting that wrong hierarchy of maslow's needs. hierarchy of needs I'm not smart, so i only have little snippets of things that i know about so the, the, that if, if if you can get I haven't heard things, I haven't heard that since the days of university. But if you if you have those basics, then you've got a, then you have a place to stand to try to figure out the business. Because you can't figure out the business if you're not if you're not okay. And I know that it's a, a chicken egg thing, but you must be you must be you must get yourself to some level of comfort before you can start to attack and conquer the world um, you know, and get and get it right. And whenever you're ready, whenever you're ready with the business then start reaching out to people, reach out to everybody, talk to everybody, you know, say, look, I'm having this business problem. Like when I say reach out to everybody, you know, specific people on LinkedIn or anywhere that maybe have an idea of what, how they could, could help. I have never seen before COVID after COVID, I've never seen anybody turn down me whenever I've asked for help with, with something. They might not be able to like, fix the problem but they've connected me with people that maybe can fix the problem sometimes they can actually fix the problem that's that's going that's going wrong um and it all stems back to communication making sure you're okay and then that's whenever you can start to um to appeal to the uh the businesses and, and i think that's what what i would do what, what would you do when yeah, no, uh, absolutely all of the above. Um, and I think, you know, we're, we're very sort of similar in that way of thinking. Um, you know, we both sort of, you know, are active on social media platforms. We have conversations uh, frequently on LinkedIn, for example. I know you're a part of the Workshore VR um, setup over there as well. And again, I peer periodically jump in there and there's some virtual events taking place and Martin Gilchrist is obviously spearheading all of that. And it's great. It's, and I suppose the idea behind it is to bring people together. I think that's what Martin sort of is focusing on, you know, that you don't have to be in isolation, um, which, and I think that's where many people find themselves because of this, you can't go into the office or you have to work from home or whatever it is. And for a lot of times, those things aren't actually new. If you're starting up a business for the first time, you're probably working from your kitchen table and you are going to feel very isolated, COVID or not. Um, so it is really important, I think, that you put yourself out there. But I think one of the key things for me in there as well is the looking after yourself and don't be too hard on yourself. I think that's a really important one. And, you know, that's something that I've been guilty of in the past. Whenever something goes wrong, whether it's if COVID, comes and ruins the business or causes problems in the business as a business owner as or as someone who's in in business you blame yourself so you take on a global pandemic on your shoulders and you think that it's you that's you that's done this 
And what a friend would say to you is, "Don't be ridiculous. This could have this. This is nothing to do with with you. Um, you might be affected affected by it, but do not blame yourself for 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 this. And and look forward and let's let's figure this this out. Treating yourself like a friend very important. It's really important. Now, before we finish up, um, I like to always sort of summarize up by sort of speaking about sort of or chatting a little bit about what's ahead for um, PDG advertising in 2022. What's on the horizon? I've seen a job being advertised at the moment. So growth must be something that you guys are looking at at the moment. What's the sort of next three to six months look like for you? Uh, people, we, we need we need we need people. <laughs> if you're listening, <laughs> you uh, and, and you have uh, an interest in digital advertising, uh, get in touch. We uh, we would love to to speak to you. We, we the next year we've got a really cool target that we're going towards. Um, it's a, it's a high amount of revenue for for the year, um, and we believe it's it's uh, it's possible. So the the way we do that is through our customers. Our team and, and sales. So those three areas working in tandem with each other is is exactly the path that we are we are going to take, and we are going to do it in a in a quality way. We are going to do more fish bowling than we ever have uh, before. Uh, we are going to put ourselves in the in the mindsets of the customer at all times, and we are going to enjoy it. Um, that is whenever we get into a state of low in the business and it's amazing and we enjoy it and everybody's happy and and it all it all works now that's the rosy version i assume there will be some ups and downs across the way because they're always always helping um but looking back on 2021 there were certainly some ups and downs and they felt quite amazing when they were in it um the ups and quite crushing whenever we were in the in the downs but um i i look back with with um fondness for all of them because it's brought us to where we where we are so yes um really looking forward to to the next year and seeing where it comes and definitely uh, people we've we've got a number of opportunities um so we're looking forward to to grow in the team in, in 2022 fantastic now before we I, i'm going to throw in another question here another curveball right in because i know that you're capable of answering this for me and again some people you know there are listeners who are listening into the podcast um who maybe are at university currently college maybe thinking about starting off on that digital journey for the first time what would be your sort of three tips that you would give to a budding up and coming digital marketing executive facebook ad specialist or you know somebody looking to cut their teeth in the game uh what would you say to them uh, get social with people online and offline particularly offline and it's incredible that that has to be specified <laughs> but in our world you know i would imagine you feel we, we enjoy the offline world but you know, or, or socialization online is it's huge. Um, so so working on being being able to connect with with people because that that's what you need. Whenever whenever you've got a, a budget to spend for a customer, you have to figure out what the best way to connect that to people is. Um, so so getting social with with people is is very very important. Um, doing something in uni or in the courses that has a certain amount of technical thinking involved in it, being able to solve problems, being able to plan out uh, operations, things like that, that's very important. I think that's a transferable skill that let's say you were doing, I don't know, engineering or any sort of the sciences or anything like that, you can transfer that into you know, digital advertising and, and social, social, social media. Um, 
try things out online safely. Um, look, make sure that you know don't follow the crowd and what they're doing online on things. Make sure you're putting your health and other people around you's health uh, first, and responsibly use you know social media and and those platforms and and take stock of, of what, if you're spending too much time on the social media platforms, it, it might not be, it not, might not be the most uh, productive thing to do because actually these things are tools for us to use for the real world and aren't the, the real world. So I, I guess one would be get social with people too is um, develop technical skills in, in some way or other where you can plan and, and, and work on, on things to their, to their completion. And third is, um, be safe and, and careful. Um, online, I know you're a huge advocate of that. Um, Wayne, I know it's a massive part of your your life, and it's something I've always been really impressed whenever I've been listening to you. That you know we have that voice uh, here of that. So I think that's just an important point to to have. And, and those would be some. Tips. Those those are fantastic. Now, finally, again, before we finish up, I know I've been saying we're going to wrap up because it's been such an interesting uh, conversation, and I think. Again, and we're gonna we're gonna pick this up. My plan is for 2022 to be picking up more of these podcasts again and doing a sort of almost like a check-in or a revisit with some of the people who we've had on the podcast and to chat a little bit more in depth uh, and maybe go a little bit further in terms of a deep dive into their business a little bit more and some of the services that they provide. But if there's somebody who's listening into the podcast today who maybe is interested in that job that you have advertising at the moment, first of all, but also if there's a business who's listening in who maybe wants to have a conversation with you what's the best way for people to get in touch fishbowlin pdg i know that if you type in pdg advertising into google you'll find us on our website on our podcast all over the uh all over the internet so google and pdg advertising um should get you there uh, to us or oh, and comment you know linkedin message anything whatever way will um point you in the right direction and of course you have your own podcast up and running um i do recommend people check that out if you're looking for another podcast to listen into make sure you check that out and also you're quite active on linkedin as well as you just mentioned so you're you're there all the time so people do want to connect with you on LinkedIn. You're always open uh, to the opportunity to connect with people. Absolutely. And if, if you go to the PDG advertising podcast, um, it's not going to be of the same caliber as the Zero Lives Left uh, podcast, but we're, we're trying and I hope Wayne that you will come on to it um, in one of our next uh, episodes to, to up our game ever so slightly. Absolutely. And I've been listening to a couple of the episodes already and I'm very impressed with the, what's been said over on the, the PDG podcast. Well, look, Peter, um, it's been fantastic to, to, to have this conversation with you this afternoon. I want to wish you every success for uh, 2022. I know that we're going to be hopefully collaborating a little bit more this year uh, and working together uh, virtually, but also in person um, as well. But it's been a hoot to have you on today. And once again, thank you so much for your time and joining me on episode 57 of the Zero Lives Left podcast. Wayne, thank you so much. An absolute uh, pleasure and, and all the same to you. All right, hope you enjoyed that episode of the podcast. Once again, a huge thank you to my good friend, Peter of PDG Advertising for giving up his time to join me on episode 57 of the Zero Lives Left podcast and also share his experience, his insights and his expertise when it comes to digital advertising. There are so many key takeaways in episode 57 of the podcast. I suppose the big one for me and and again naming this episode as simplification in digital advertising but we could extend that even further to simplification in digital marketing for many businesses even in 2022 digital marketing is still overwhelming 
many businesses still aren't effectively using digital marketing for their business. And it can be overwhelming because when we think of all the different aspects of digital marketing, when we look at the digital marketing umbrella, uh, we have search engine optimization, we have pay-per-click advertising, we have email marketing, we have social media marketing, we have content marketing, we have your website, we have inbound marketing, we have affiliate marketing, we have marketing automation, and there is no doubt in my mind as technology evolves, as new platforms become available, techniques will change and so too will skills. And skills is really important. And if you don't have the correct skills within your business or your organization, it can be difficult for you to utilize these platforms to their full potential. And that's why it's so important to bring in that expertise to your organization if you can, but maybe partner up with another organization who uh, has that experience, has that expertise when it comes to things like digital advertising or search engine optimization or other aspects of digital marketing. So simplification is really important, but also getting that experience that your business needs in order to put yourself in front of the customer. And that's what Peter talked about, you know, you know, getting yourself in front of the customer um, whenever they're scrolling through their social media newsfeed or they're using a particular website or indeed a particular search engine. And that's where your Google ads can really come into play. But again, having that expertise to make sure that those Google ads are being as effective as they can possibly be for your business. There's no doubt it's difficult, it's challenging in business. Um, COVID-19 over the past three years has certainly not helped. But it is really important that we continue to push forward, um, that we get support if we need that support. And there's always people out there who are willing to help and support you in your business journey. I've been so lucky over the past couple of years, there have been some really challenging and difficult times. And I know there are people listening into this podcast right now who've helped me out, who've got me through that difficult time. They've got me through that challenging time uh, and they've just helped me weather the storm. And I think that Winston Churchill quote that Peter mentioned earlier on in the episode is so important. If you're going through hell, keep going. So lots of great takeaways in episode 57. And a huge thank you to Peter for from PDG Advertising for giving up his time today. Of course, don't forget to check Peter's website out, uh, check their socials out. Um, do stop by on LinkedIn and connect with Peter as well. He's a great guy. Uh, we have lots of different conversations and I'm really looking forward to collaborating a little bit more with Peter and his team um, in 2022. As always, if you're listening to this podcast today, on iTunes, please don't forget to rate and review the podcast. Ratings and reviews are really important and they do help other people find out about the show. Keep an eye out. We're going to be coming back very soon with episode 58 of the Zero Lives Left podcast which is going to be coming your way in mid-February. If you're somebody who's listening into the podcast today and you'd like to come on as a guest and share your business journey, uh, talk about something that you think can impact and help our listeners on the podcast, I'm always on the lookout for exciting guests. And it's very simple. Stop by the Zero Lives Left podcasting website. Drop me a DM over on Twitter or send us in an email to studio at zerolivesleftpodcast.com. And I'll see 
see you next time for another one of our episodes of the Zero Lives Left podcast. Thanks for listening to the Zero Lives Left podcast with Wayne Denner. Make sure to check out Wayne's new book, The Student's Guide to an Epic Online Reputation, available from WayneDenner.com and follow him on Twitter at Wayne Denner. Tune in next time.